Hello, my ghouls and geeks. Welcome back to Podcast for the Recently Released. I'm Lewis Stardust. And I'm your co-host, Joe Matisse. I was going to say something about Cobra Kai by accident because I was reading something about Cobra Kai. And uh, I was going to say, like, welcome back to Cobra Kai, like, just like that. Nice. That would have been cool. Let's do that. Welcome back to Cobra Kai time all the time. If you want to see some cool Cobra Kai stuff, Joe did a hawk tattoo recently on somebody. Oh, yeah. Super excited. He talks the talks and squawks the squawks. It's literally the hawk tattoo that hawk has from Cobra Kai on the same spot. It's absolutely ridiculous in the best way. Yeah, pretty awesome. But I could talk about that all day. But uh, let's get into the actual episode today. Today we are on episode 62. We're going to be talking about a movie called The Vigil. We're going to be talking about a movie called Sun. And... The most recent episode of Superman and Lois. So I'm pretty excited about that today. I'm glad we got two horror movies in this week. That's really awesome. So uh, do you want to kick it off with the the vigil first? We'll go right into that since that was like the last one we watched. Um, I guess so. Yeah, let's go right into it. You give the intro to that. Okay, so the vigil is a movie where um, it's a guy, I guess, who um, is having some trouble in his life. You know, he's... uh, a little low on cash and stuff and he's meeting with some friends and somebody offers him a job to do a vigil for the night for um someone in the jewish community who had passed away and he basically just has to stay with him for a certain amount of hours and it's like some spiritual thing to like i guess ward off evil spirits or something like that and he's gonna make some money but when he goes there things are very weird um, there's an old woman there that I guess was the wife of the, the man who passed away who basically warns him, like, do not, you shouldn't be here. You're not qualified for this type deal. And he stays anyway, and things start to get really bizarre as um, a demon, I believe, called the Messick, they call it, a Messick, uh, basically is released from this guy's body and is now trying to I guess, what is that, like, absorb his pain? That's the way it works, this demon. So then he um, basically finds out that he has until sunrise to burn this demon's face, I guess, or basically ward off this demon. And then the demon cannot continue to follow him, but if he does not succeed, it will stay with him for the rest of his life until, I guess, he dies. So, um... It was pretty cool. It's really cool to see a movie, especially that's off of like, uh, you know, more uh, Jewish folklore and stuff, because we're not familiar with that and we don't get to see it a lot, especially in horror movies. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I guess most of the traditional like religious horror films tend to be about like Christianity and Catholic and and just generic like stories in that way when it comes to that. Um, It was more of like a psychological thing for sure like it was a horror film but it was more like psychological horror because you don't know the whole time if this dude is just off his meds which he is or if he is actually seeing these things and then once he starts to uncover what the like monster is it's pretty interesting yeah absolutely and it's really cool because they do kind of bring like yeah that eerie like kind of thriller-esque element to it where it's a little slower paced and they're kind of constantly teasing that something might happen and then it goes in like you know where it might not happen and it's just kind of like a deep um 
more dive into his emotions or a flashback or something like that or if something scary actually is going to happen and the, the demon's going to show himself in the house and he can't leave or anything like that he finds out at one point he tries to leave when he's just like this is crazy i need to get out of here and it like starts like breaking his bones type of deal and makes him come back and then resets his bones and he can go back into the home which is pretty nuts too i do have a question yeah because um, on imdb it says this is 2019 but then it says it gets released in 2021 so like is that just like in the u.s in 2021 is this like i don't understand i'm assuming like um like a lot of movies we've been hearing about lately um these are projects that get picked up by things like netflix shutter um blumhouse i believe this one got picked up by blumhouse and that's why it got released now is some of these movies do get produced and they need to find a platform to put them on especially if they don't get to hit theaters and things like that so a movie like this yeah yeah absolutely so i think what happened was this movie got picked up by another investor which i i I thought was blumhouse i'm not sure i'd have to look into that that makes more sense than other places yeah and that's how it it got up for digital download and then i'm sure it'll be on like shutter or something like that in the future if it's not already and we just paid the money on itunes for no reason i'm not seeing it on anything in particular you're not but um i i like this movie it was pretty cool it was a little slow at times for my liking but like the sound is really creepy the the kind of like the demon itself is really creepy looking i i really enjoyed that uh the old lady's pretty creepy I don't mind the slowness based on, like, the kind of pace that this movie gives. However, I think the story wasn't as strong. Like, you didn't really feel connected to his character. He looks like this guy who's just down in his luck, who, like, doesn't know how to talk to women and doesn't do well socially and, like, lost his faith and is kind of just, like, not interested in any of that anymore. And so you get this, like, sad, depressive guy, which is fine, but there's no, like real i guess the main story is while this demon is like feasting on pain is like essentially um they show you a backstory of him with a younger child i don't know if it's his son or a little what, brother I believe. little brother yeah where um there's a group of men who assault them in the street and like try to cut off his brother's locks of hair and when he runs away he gets hit by a car and he dies and now he feels all this grief and um i guess like guilt for for him dying which i understand so i guess the whole movie is about like essentially a a film dealing with grief like yes it's a monster that feeds on that but it's mostly about him coming to terms with who he is now his religion his uh that whole concept of grief in general which i think is good but it didn't feel as impactful to me it was kind of just like like when I write like a and d character and I'm like, by the way, here's also a tragic story to throw in there, which explains yeah. to why they are the way they are. You know, I, I did find myself at times being interested in finding out more about the old lady and the and the and the husband and like their yeah, whole deal and him, him kind of his whole life dealing with this demon or whatever, because um, that was kind of a cool story. And the dude was a lot more like of an emotional, like deadbeat kind of guy. But at the same time, towards the end, you do kind of root for him, especially when he kind of goes into, like, his goofy commando mode and he wraps, like, this weird, like, straps around his arm with, like, I guess, like, a talisman on his arm and then on his head. And then he has to go with the candle and, and burn this thing. And uh, that was pretty cool, the whole thing in the hallway 
scene is really creepy and 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 kind of fun and the monster in general just looks really creepy at that part so i like that um overall i would give this movie like a solid i would say like a seven i think it was i think it was like pretty decent uh, it wasn't i don't think i'll watch it like a again really you I know give I, it a six a six i mean it's not as bad as like a lot of the five movies i've been reading but i think it's it's you could watch it but don't expect much from it it's not like a i love what they did i love the concept in general but i wanted a lot more yeah i i thought the monster and the whole like lore about it was fun so it was just interesting to see a fresh take of something you know and it was done pretty like typical of a lot of other horror movies you've seen but i i just was interested in the monster i would like to see more movies with the messick involved in it you know for sure um so okay cool so we'll move on now to another horror movie called sun it's just sun not like the sun or yo sun or anything like that this is just sun and this movie also came out this year and it has your boy in it babe what's his name um emile hirsch, emile hirsch. yeah he was in another movie we had watched. Um, what was that movie called? We did a review on it, right, on a previous episode. It was Freaks? Yep, it was Freaks. Yeah, yeah, Freaks. That was a cool movie with him in it. But this movie uh, is just called Sun. Now, it stars this this one lady, and um, I forget her name. But her and her son. You should probably know her name. Why don't we you should pull probably it up? know her name. Her name's Anna, which is not yeah, her, her real, like, that's her real name, but she goes by a different name, like Laura or something. Yeah. She has two names in this. I, was, I obviously know the character's name, but I was thinking about the actress's name is what I was puzzled. Oh, about. no. Yeah, you're yelling at me like I don't know the character's name. I know the character's well, name. I don't know the actress. Well, you didn't say it. You said I don't know her name. Her name is Andy M- Michak. Michak, yes. It's not Probably an actress I've seen before. Neither is the young boy. I would the young say boy looks like this is one of those movies where there's not a lot of well-known people, and they put, like, Emile Hirsch in it because Emile Hirsch is popular, and they'll you'll watch it because you know him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed, obviously, his character. I enjoyed her and the kid. The kid's really good in this movie. So, basically... She was in the new Halloween. She was in the new Halloween movie? In 2018, yeah. 2018. Uh, Allison, oh. She daughter. was the young... She was the granddaughter? Mm-hmm. Oh, snap. So, okay. Cool. Now I, now I recognize her a little bit. Well, either way, she's basically in the beginning of this movie. She's escaping a cult and she's pregnant and then she has a baby in her car in a real weird scene and then it like flash forwards and this kid's like what is he like eight ten something like that yeah and um basically he starts acting really weird and she starts seeing people in her house and thinks that they're after the kid and she panics and she gets the police involved and um this cop's trying to kind of help her along the way thinking there may possibly actually be an intruder some people think she's kind of nuts she doesn't know if she's losing it but the kid's getting really sick as well so it becomes like this big thing um if there's an actual cult if it's some kind of paranormal thing if this lady's crazy so it's an interesting little ride they give you and this one's a little bit more action-packed obviously than the movie we had uh just reviewed before but uh what did you think of this movie I thought it was really good. Um, if you have ever seen Eli, which is like a Netflix movie that people have been talking about a lot, it's pretty similar to that. Um, 
I think the concept of like I, I mean I'm always down for like a cult movie I'll absolutely watch it because I'm very intrigued by anything related to cults but um, it leaves this is again another like psychological thing where it's like you don't know if she just has PTSD and she's seeing things and things are kind of unreal or if it's actually happening at certain points um, and they do a good job with that I think that she's intriguing enough as a character that it's almost believable you know what I mean for what she's going through um I don't know how much you want to get into like what actually happens but um, when it shows like the people in the room like that's super eerie reminds me of um spiral a little bit if you've ever seen that it's on shutter and it's just very eerie so once you finally like see that this kid is sick and you have no reason why like you, you just don't know why um that's where it gets kind of like twisted i would say yeah yeah and then all of a sudden things obviously take a big spin when on top of the fact that she's kind of panicking and you see these people kind of going after her or her having the illusion of that um things get a little crazy spoiler alert basically and this kid straight up is eating somebody at one point okay you just like fast forwarded the whole thing he basically is like what? Nah, nah, because it's like the whole thing about the cult chasing. Yeah, her, it, it basically he winds up like she winds up being concerned about him, and she literally like the next day starts looking all over him for like some kind of like bruising or sigil or like anything that maybe like they put on him, whether it was like a branding or something. She doesn't find it. He has no appetite. He winds up throwing up all this fucking blood on the floor, which is like super gross, and goes into the hospital, and he has this like awful like irritation on his skin where it almost looks like it's eating itself like some kind of virus and nobody could figure out why they've tested for everything they're like it's not the drugs it's not this i don't understand what is this and it looks like he might die like they're preparing her for the possibility and then all of a sudden he gets better and he's able to go home and everything's fine and a few days pass by same thing happens he gets sick and she gets real skeptical of everybody at the hospital she doesn't trust them she feels like they're in on it with the cult. So she fucking busts the kid out, which valid. It, you know, if a doctor was p telling me they didn't know what was going on with my kid and then I overheard them saying a bunch of weird shit, I'd probably do the same. She brings him to the familiar neighbor and then that is where he eats the lady. Yeah, well, I didn't know we were going that, that deep Well, I think detail, it's important to say that it was like this gradual thing where it was like, oh, shit, this kid is really sick. What do they do to him? Like, I thought they drugged him and like you know something was going on and it turned out to be this flesh eating fucking disease but all of a sudden his face was perfect no scarring like totally normal a couple of days later yeah so this boy straight up eats the neighbor like yeah. goes goes in on her and he's and like mom i feel better now yeah yeah it's pretty creepy and um they do a really good job of making this kid extra creepy yeah and basically he looks like a combination of jonathan taylor thomas and Haley joel osmond in the sixth sense Combined. I don't know about that, but sure, go ahead. Yeah, that's what I feel like. So it's really creepy. And um, so at this point, they put you on this wild ride where she's trying to get the kid out and hide him and hide her because obviously people are going to know the neighbor's dead. And um, Well, it's all it's all about like the kind of like CPS bullshit because she stole her kid who's very fucking sick from the hospital, just dipped out, and now her fucking neighbor is dead, in which once he does that she takes the blood and writes a phrase from the cult with the with the symbol on the wall to kind of be like this is from the cult even though it was clearly from her son i think she's just trying to do whatever to like pin it on them to yeah. get away which introduces the kind of 
then uh, wild uh, goose chase, I guess, where it's the cops going, trying to backtrack and find all the ways to find her by going back into her past and stuff like that. And then at the same time, her and the kid going off to find people from her past to basically, I guess, bring up some memories or try to figure out what's going on and try to solve the problem of this demon child. And it gets pretty wild at points, especially uh, there's a part where they're at a really, really scummy motel and there's like this super gross like pimp guy out there. And um, at one point he goes in pretty epic fashion. So that was pretty cool. And there, there's a couple pretty epic moments where this kid's gnarly and he's bugging out. And when he's like in his like I'm dying mode, it, it in a quick period of time can go to like I'm really hungry mode. And that's where you see him start to get a little Oh, a little yeah, he's crazy. like, fuck you, mom. Like, the yeah, like goes yeah, crazy. yeah, it got a little wild. Um, so we're, we're at the point in the movie, too, at this point, where we're like, we don't know if he's, like, some kind of fucking zombie, some kind of demonic thing. Is he just, like, a weird cannibal? Like, what did the cult give him? Kind of back and forth, like, we don't understand. Like, was the whole cult even there in the first place? Did she just see them? Is this just, like, a weird thing? Um, and then we see, you know, her him eating bodies and so on and so forth, and... It eventually leads to her meeting a um, an old friend who was also part of this cult, which, bring it back a little bit, this does have, like, some really graphic nature, not even just, like, the bloody things and eating bodies and everything, but uh, apparently... Mad wieners everywhere in this movie. I don't know if that's true. I don't yeah, they had a bunch of flashbacks, and it's just oh. the whole cult, and everybody's dicks are out. Well, so, like, I'm like, what is going on? So, the thing with her is her name has changed, the main character... Um, because she was apparently her father had run a pedophile ring when she was younger and her and her what's his name Jimmy her friend um, were like the two main sources where like they were basically being sold to disgusting pedophiles for money and that was like the whole thing was like she's crazy like she was just in a pedophile ring like it wasn't really a cult as if that's not anything as awful you know what I mean like they talk to her therapist, they talk to people, and they're like, no, she made up this whole illusion of something that never happened because they couldn't prove it. And also everybody works with the cult. So um, you're kind of going between, like, is she actually crazy or is this happening? Is this, like, a Munchausen thing? Like, kind of, like, this weird thing until you see him actually eat something. And so as the story progresses, obviously, Emile Hirsch is one of the detectives who's trying to trail her and figure things out. Um, we basically get to the point where her friend relays to her that there was a ritual that would always happen and she would be the one to raise like whatever this satanic being is this demon um from like i guess the underworld i don't know what you want to call it but she was the one to consistently raise them up by saying this specific chant and he would always come for her and um you know i think he's the one who impregnated her yeah yeah basically right? so like the father would make her call the demon and the demon would then like bang the daughter and then eventually impregnated the daughter and that's this child it's not like the dad's kid or well, anything that's weird. what's that's implied what throughout the movie throughout the, is that yeah. the dad was the ringleader of the cult he assaulted his daughter and and raped her and impregnated her and it's like oh shit that's dark enough but now it's like uh, he intentionally impregnated with some fucking demon baby um, they also mentioned that she had another baby at some point, and I think she said she lost it. So That's what she said to deter her friend from thinking that that kid was the oh, child. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because obviously he was 
really messed up and yeah. losing his mind. And so I'm if sure she he said if that was react. the child, then he would have freaked. Okay, yeah, I, I misunderstood. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I mean, the one story with the dad is already enough, but to know it's like a truer, darker thing is like gross. Uh, basically, pans out where she's going back and forth trying to get away from these cops and it comes down to the point where she realizes that this is really true and she's going to call upon this demon to um, cure her son of the like I guess he just wants to eat flesh all the time so she wants to make that stop so they can live a normal life or else she threatens to kill him and if he doesn't help her she's going to kill like him. Like that would work with a legitimate devil. Like I mean, really like who, who really thinks other, in real other than world him killing her if he can't be on the surface with him then, I mean, yeah, I'd be like, all right, I'll make it so he can't eat flesh as much anymore, but he's still going to be a demon that, like, takes over the world. Because the kid keeps talking about, like, Mom, I had a dream. I was flying. And she's like, oh, my God, how sweet. He's like, yeah. And then I would take the world in my hands and i crush it and everybody's dying. And it gets, like, really, like, intense and dumb. Yeah, exactly. And we have all seen the omen and stuff. Like, we know what we got to do with these I don't know why she didn't just kill him in the situation. first place. Exactly. I get it. It's your baby. You raised him. But when you know it's, like, some crazy shit like that. And obviously she didn't want a part of it. Like she had told him, like, I can't help you when you're this hungry. I can't. I can't kill people. I can't do these things. Like that's not in her nature. It's not like she was pro fucking demon. You know what I mean? So it was really hard to kind of watch. Um, but eventually it comes down to the showdown and Emil Hirsch fucking shoots her in the face. Yeah. So hard. Yeah, pretty epically at that point. And yeah. then um, you see it cut to the kid in the hospital. And he's next to him. And uh, should we spoil that part? I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. we've gotten this far. I mean, if you don't want to watch hear this, you go ahead. But basically. Yeah, you can skip over it if you don't want to hear this part. But, uh, yeah, we're going to go into it. Basically, he was in on it the whole time. And he's in the cold as well. And cuts off some of his skin and feeds it to the kid right there. And then the demon is there waiting for him. And he basically goes and hugs the demon and calls him dad and stuff like that. So. And that's kind of how they end the movie, which was okay. They don't really ever show the demon face on, which kind of pissed me off, especially because he looked kind of like this lanky, weird thing with horns. I, I wasn't a fan of that, but I did like everything else a lot. And I enjoyed his character. And I kind of had a feeling the cop was going to be in on something to an extent. Yeah. There was, they had to be that, like some kind of twist like that in there. Because otherwise, like, who's really going to deal with that much nonsense throughout this? With And, like, trust that lady he just met and helped out. I mean, it's not even that. I mean, he trusted her a little bit. But, I mean, it's for the well-being of a child and in general. So, like, I can understand him kind of being invested. Um, I wish we got to see a little bit more of, like, the actual demon. I, I expected it to be that they both die in the end, her and her son. So, I was shocked that she got killed right away like that. Um... I was thinking she was going to kill herself or he was going to kill her. So I didn't expect it to be from the cops themselves. Uh, but overall, I mean, it was really good. I'd give it like a seven and a half. Yeah? Yeah. I would, yeah, I think so too. I I'm would gonna, show somebody this and watch it with them. Yeah, again, I'm going to give this a solid seven and a half as well. Mm -hmm. A little bit better than the other one we watched just because the action element to it was cool. And I like any like kind of, you know, movie where there's like a – like a possessed kind of young kid or an old person it's always scarier when it's either a really old person or a really young person I'm i feel really like big way on, more yeah i understand that but i'm also really big on like psychological thrillers and especially when it's like is this psychological or is this paranormal you know what i mean and it's in that weird in between i enjoy that 
yeah a lot of fun i would uh that one's pretty cool you should definitely check that one out as well that um just came out this year i don't know if that's one of those ones that was made a couple years prior or anything like that but um, we I just keep was, looking for yeah. recent releases to, to purchase and watch for review. So um, definitely, if you know anything about that, let us know as well. But now we're going to go back to our show right now, Superman and Lois. Yeah, I just watched that episode again, and it was really good, and I enjoyed that. Yeah, you did? I've really been enjoying it. <laughs> I've been enjoying something else that I just got as a message. You can't be you can't be texting me funny stuff while we're doing the episode. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but either way, this this show is really good, and I'm gonna take over from here for a second while, uh, you know, someone runs off. <laughs> All right. So basically, at this point, you know, we're at the point in the in the show where Jordan's got a little bit of powers, and he's trying out for the football team, and. Uh, you know, it's a little bit of a weird situation. The brother feels some type of way about it, but at the same time, he's happy that his brother is making friends. And at the same time, Lois is has quit her job, and she is basically going after and investigating her previous boss. Um, so they are going after her, and they're not taking it lightly. So at one point, you know, they set her car on fire, and then she gets a lead and she takes this lead that this lady brings in and it gets to a point where it was a setup and the lady gets attacked and then Lois gets attacked when she gets there by this guy who's apparently super powered and she calls for Superman he comes in and they have a little fight and he's really strong and actually takes kind of advantage of Superman for a second and knocks his ass to the ground and then Superman gets up and he's like nah dude wait a second what am I doing and then he whoops on him for a hot minute and then rescues this lady. And um, also you get to see a cool moment earlier in the episode where basically they're having a cool family moment. And he runs off because he hears uh, people screaming for help because a bridge is going down like in China. And he does like a typical like, you know, classic Superman rescue and stuff. So like it's the, the the dynamic between the families getting a little better at this moment after the previous episode had a little bit of a rockiness and um, it's really cool to see him showing the, where he could just leave now as Superman and they're just like oh well this is going to be normal but um, yeah so basically he fights this guy and he's super powered but he uh, gets him off and then um, you know rescues this lady and then it gets to another point where later on in the episode basically like it shows that he's a little bit better with his son doing the football thing they have a little bit of a tiff about it but he's like okay but on one condition and basically he signs up to be a coach for the football team and watch over the boys basically indirectly and still get to kind of you know maybe prevent some things from going down and diffuse some situations that the kids might not be ready for, especially with Jordan's new powers. And it's funny to see him be like a quirky kind of, you know, falling all over himself kind of guy on the field with these kids at first when he gets hired for this job. And um, then at that point we see um, the lady that's uh, the Smallville Gazette lady. I don't remember her name. She's goofy as hell. She's like bootleg Allison Mack from uh, – 
Smallville, you know, bootleg Chloe. So, you know, she's uh, kind of apologizing to Lois about the whole thing because she didn't want to go with the lead. She thought she was crazy, you know, and didn't trust the lady and stuff. But obviously this is a real thing. And then it goes from there and gets to a point where they show the guy who was that superpowered guy that I guess was hired to take this lady out. And he gets off the phone and basically this lady comes out of nowhere and uses like Kryptonian eye beams and straight up kills this dude. Like, so there's obviously some kind of evil Kryptonian there or Kryptonian-like person, but either way, there's a super-powered guy that can at least fight a little bit with Superman that gets killed by this lady. So we don't know what the whole deal is with her. Um, it was an interesting little way to end the episode, and I, I want to know what the deal is if she's also, like, from another Earth, basically like the Lex Luthor was that we didn't get to see in this episode but was in the previous episodes. Um, what did you think of that, the end of that episode, now that you're um, back? So I um, I was really surprised that, what's his name? Which one's Jordan? Curly Q. Okay, what's the other one's name? Simon. Not Jordan. <laughs> I could only remember Jordan's name. Fuck. Get Jonathan. some powers, kid, Jonathan. It's Jonathan, Okay, yeah. so Jonathan um, has this moment in the episode where he sees his brother gets a text from one of the guys on the football team and looks like he's, like, going to fucking try and sabotage him because technically, like, he took his whole thing. He's the football guy now, you know what I mean? And that was his whole thing, and now his brother has powers. But instead, he, like, goes to his job, or his job, his dad, and is like, hey, like, he's making friends this way. He has this really great thing going on. Like, we shouldn't take this from him, which I didn't expect i expected it to be that more like sinister jealousy twist which you see in everything so like to have an honest like nice conversation that he's like caring about his brother i thought was very wholesome and i enjoyed that um the fight sequence you talked about in like the hotel room or wherever that was that shit was crazy yeah it was really really, really awesome. well done um i like the the lois's daughter not lois um i'm sorry lana's daughter i like lana and i'm very mixed on lois um, as far as like other characters that they're shown but I think there is a lot of potential with this show and I think that everything I've seen so far is really good and I'm excited to see more of like actual villains I do love the whole aspect of his son having powers and um, you know the, the family dynamics and everything with the farm I enjoy that but that is how I feel I'm excited to talk about this more and I really really like the show yeah absolutely and I like that it's bare, very traditional Superman very like truth justice in the american way fun all family oriented and it's a good time definitely watch this check this show out and i can't wait to talk about the next episode and then next week we'll be talking about the snyder cut on hbo max oh, you will. and i am so excited i'm freaking out I, we only got a couple days so let's uh let's wrap this up i'm really excited to to get into that and um thanks so much for for joining us on this one I, i'll let you end this out I don't know where you're listening to us right now, but if you aren't listening to us on YouTube, hi, we're on YouTube. Uh, we have a really cool podcast room that we like to show off a little bit, and we have episodes on there every week. So if you like to visually watch us and sometimes see things we're talking about, you can check us out there. We're also directly on podcastfortherecentlyreleased.com, as well as links to all of our social media, all of our websites, and every way you can listen to us, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundClouds, etc., um, and we have an Instagram, which is pod for the recently released. I upload like memes. I upload little, um, 
what's it called? Little tidbits and things about oh, us. Tidbits and, yeah. and things. You so know what I'm definitely follow about. us over on Instagram. I always ask questions and do polls on what you guys want to see next. And until next time, uh, we're out. Peace. Yeah, Snyder Cut next week. No. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Podcast for the Recently Released. If you want to peep some of our older episodes, we've got a ton of them. Just check us out on podcastfortherecentlyreleased.com. We've got merch, older episodes, links for other ways to listen to us, and more. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, all that jazz. Don't let your meatloaf stay safe out there, guys.